People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. You've been drinking? Who? Kyle? No, not really. No. I mean, a little bit, but not really. No, oh. um, second week, bone dry. Hooray. Yeah. everybody, welcome to the Utah Outcast for the 26th of February 2016. This is Podhell Media's flagship, uncensored and unapologetically, Firebrand Atheist podcast coming at you from the wonderful land of Zion. If you're new here, you might want to grab some headphones, because this show is definitely not safe for work. You've been warned. There's an explicit tag for a reason. For those of you who are repeat listeners, let us hear from you. Hit us up by, via email at uh, mailbag at utahoutcast.com. And if you want to leave us a text or a voicemail, please do so via our number at 347-669-3377. And for everything else, there's always our social media accounts on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. You can find us as Utah Outcasts. I have to give everyone who does come back each week a quick thank you for listening to our show and for your support. But I have to give the ob- obligatory penis hugs to Dan, Robert, Lee, and Adam for taking their love for the show to a whole nother level with their patronage for each episode. For their donations, they get access to the unedited shows and special patron-only shows and uh, other rewards as well. Find out more by going to patreon.com slash utahoutcasts. The end of the first season of Utah Outcasts is coming quickly. I think sometime in uh, near the end of April, I believe. So can you believe we've been at this shit for nearly a year? An episode a week for almost a year. Uh, anyway, yeah. we'd like to uh, have some new stuff for you guys in the new year, some shakeups happening to the format of the show, and possibly a new segment or two, because, you know, a whole year of us giving you painful audio, we don't. We actually want to have you guys come back to listen to us. Uh, so send us your ideas, we'd love to hear them. I gave you all the information at the top there, if you didn't hear it, rewind it. Uh, and if you guys find yourself really agreeing with the show or having a giggle at our antics, please make sure to leave us a five-star rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, or any other aggregator that you catch us through. And if you're one of the so 40-ish subscribers on YouTube, thanks for tuning in, and we'd love it if you'd comment or gave us a thumbs up. Joining me on the panel this week is none other than those two rabble-rousing and bodice-exposing malevolent and malignant magistrates of malfeasance, Kyle Steenblake and Felicia Entwistle, who will be here soon. She's busy right now. I'm malignant. Malignant. Not... What's, what's, <laughs> you're benign. No, you want to be benign, benign don't you? I Well... If you're a cancer, you want to be If you're a cancer, you are. Yeah. Uh, Also along for the ride, we have none other than Tucker Drake making his second appearance on the show. Tucker is from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast. Welcome back, sir. Thanks for having me. And I've got to say that I've really enjoyed the last couple episodes of your show, especially the the episode where you had... I was was outside painting a table and listening to the allegories of the sun god and the crucified birds and all that stuff and all the wonderful symbology that, you know, the Christians stole. 
Yeah, thanks. The uh, I, I that section of the chapter where he talks about the whole sun god mythology and it, it the crucifixion just really makes me want to be out camping somewhere in the mountains to <laughs> and be up early in the morning so I can watch the sunrise and and get an idea of what that must have been like for, for people a, way back when a prehistory person where like yeah. you're like oh it came back oh thank goodness <laughs> oh the sun oh, i thought you'd never come back well we've talked about it on this show before the uh the when the the winter hits and everything like that how fucking hard it must have been to have been a human back then where like yeah. oh winter's here we're fucked <laughs> yes yeah, especially if you're in one of the extreme northern latitudes where it's you know really dark 90 percent of the time yeah no kidding uh so for those that haven't listened yet go and download tucker show uh i don't play his commercial just for fun i do it because i truly enjoy listening to your show so welcome back we're glad we're glad to have you i'm glad to be here so um let's find out what we've been up to since sunday yeah we recorded only five days ago that last episode uh i'll kick mm-hmm. it off by saying uh thanks to the new subscribers on youtube uh we have geek dad report frankie sanchez and the entire philippines that's the entire philippines philippines and something else i I can't even try to pronounce what it's what it was we had a couple other ones but i'll give you guys your nod on the next episode because you didn't make it into the show notes soon enough nice try (laughs) um second we got our first bad review on itunes this week a a fucking one star i can't believe it um i i originally thought it was going to be a drive-by but i checked before we started the show tonight and i actually pulled up the text hang on excuse me um the person that left us one star did it a couple of days ago, and it says his name is Scott 83 M. So I'm going to read this as a Scott 83 year old male. So you're you're an old fuck, and you're going to die soon. So <laughs> and find out that there's really nothing afterwards. You know, spend your whole life praying to something that doesn't exist. So th- this is going to this is just tying right into his review here. So here we go. The 100 percent opposite. A position of the extreme Christian preachers or Islamic imams. I, good for me. I'm that. That's a great part of the review. Why'd you give me one star? Oh wait, <laughs> because yet just as biased and ignorant on any topic. I any topic. Any topic. I think we really we fucking dance circles around most of the stuff that you guys you know mm-hmm. just skip over. Yeah, you know, I, if he actually listened to the show, he might learn something. Or or listens again. We'd love some more specific feedback. Yeah, send us an email. What exactly? What were we are, wrong? About? Are we ignorant on? Uh, yeah, tell us what we're wrong. If we're wrong, fucking tell us. Yeah, God we're we're, we're skeptics and atheists. We <laughs> we tend to change our minds on things, you know, based on the evidence you fucking provide. Oh, just look at the sunlight. Isn't that proof that God exists? No. no. Yes. No. Very good. Yeah. Good argument. Go. Great argument. I'm convinced. Yes. Yep. Go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. So thanks for that, Scott eighty three M. That everybody, yes. that's Scott eighty three M on iTunes. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Uh, let's <laughs> see. Uh, since that's been it for me, um, I just wonder what pissed this guy off so bad to to equate us to the room of podcasts. I, I don't. Know. I don't know. Eh, I don't know. What I about mean- you guys, Tucker? You been up to anything this week? You having any fun? Uh, well, I wouldn't call it fun. Uh, Work. <laughs> well, my idiot roommate got himself fired last week. Oh, great. Yeah. And so it, things are coming to a head about kicking him out. And it's I've been dealing with issues related to that. 
he's he's had to have known it's on the way, you know, especially when you're not paying the goddamn rent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I told him. I said, you know, you're not giving if you're not giving me a ride to work and you're not paying rent, I got no use for you. Yeah. And he's coughed <laughs> up some money, but you know, he's still, you know, just as useless. <laughs> so it, you know, and and I I told him yesterday that uh, you know. If I have to get the sheriff out here to evict him, I will sue him for all the legal costs associated with that, along with the back rent, along with, you know, <laughs> lost income for having to take off work. Not that I'd ever see the money, but no, just putting a fear the, of God in him. Get fear that God. <laughs> what about you, Kyle? What have, you, what have you been up to for this week? Oh, geez. Um, so <laughs> this is uh, <laughs> um, so the beginning of this week, I, I got. I got put on. I got put on anti-anxiety meds. Yay! Yeah. Which so can't... this is. Eh, it's it's interesting. Uh, so far, I need to borrow one from you when I go see uh, you at work because because <laughs> I got anxiety uh, and I've never been diagnosed. Well, depending on what kind you, he's on, they can cause anxiety. <laughs> they, they can, I got they ants can. in my skin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's... I took. Um, Zoloft for a while, and I had to go off yeah. it because it just f- made me feel like my skin was on backwards the entire time. Ugh. Yeah, it it can do that. Zoloft is one of the the earlier antidepressants. Uh, it's like the second wave, the second generation, really, yeah. um, behind things like Prozac. Uh, but yeah, I got I got I got to put on some medicine because I I finally sucked it up and went and talked to went and talked to a doctor. Said this is starting to actually really impact my life and i'm kind of sick of it uh so this is yeah this is nearing the end of week one. Oh, so uh, it's probably just getting in your system pretty good right it, yeah now. it's yeah. just starting to get in the system and it, it it's at first a very strange feeling yeah uh so yeah i got i got two i got the one you take every day and then here's xanax for when you need it. Ooh. Awesome. I need it every night. Party <laughs> house. Yay. <laughs> um, which is, it, it really helps. It really helps me get to sleep because I also have insomnia. Uh, so that's good. Yeah. That's good. That's uh, really good, actually. It also it also really helped in writing a movie review for a really kind of shitty movie, uh, Gods of Egypt. Oh, okay. I was going to say, are you embargoed? Yeah, no. It, it opened today, so. Oh, yeah. So go fuck yeah, that no, movie. No, no more embargo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I kind of fucked that movie. Uh, <laughs> I have no interest in watching oh, it at all. I no saw the previews, sh- and I'm just like, no. No, no one no. should. <laughs> yeah, the, the previews don't even begin to, to get into what kind of a shit show that well, movie I feel was. bad because I like Gerard Butler a lot. It's a cast. It's, it's a movie... Um, I don't know how much you want me to get, me get into it right now, but uh, the movie has a great cast. All the talent in the world, but all the talent in the world doesn't help you if your script is shit <laughs> and, your, and your director doesn't care. Wow. So, yeah, that's what it is. And it also is, is entirely green screen. And that reminds parts- me. I, 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 sorry, I went back and watched Spawn this week. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you want to talk about bad effects, man. Talk, yeah, talk about a shit show. Um, Wonderful but at least soundtrack, though. At least yeah. that one's kind of a fun shit show. Oh, yeah. John Leguizamo did save that movie single-handedly <laughs> or ruin it. Um, yeah, this one's not. You can When you're watching Gods of Egypt, you can, you can see where they started to run out of money. <laughs> oh, where oh, they no. had to go like last minute 
no budget reshoots with and the green screen. And we're not talking like charming how Deadpool managed to come up with its budget shortfalls, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no. Not not charming at all, but Which I'm going to go see tomorrow. Yay. <laughs> yeah, there are, yeah there are, there are scenes where I'm looking at it going I've seen better green screen done in somebody's garage, <laughs> which is really sad. Um, also, a film like this that doesn't manage to come out in with uh, 3D effects says something. Yeah. Studio didn't even they didn't really, even... they should have dropped this in the, the middle of January. You know, early yeah, on, not right is, now. Yeah, this is a middle of January film. It yeah. really is. Cut your losses. Yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, see, also the, the embargo ended for Eddie the Eagle. Oh. Uh, which is a fucking great movie. <laughs> and I talked about it a bit on, on Nerd Dome tonight. Yes, that's, uh, that's the Nerd Dome podcast. You can find them the Nerd also Dome podcast. on Podcast. Yes. Great, great show. Um, You're not biased walked, at all, though. <laughs> no, I'm not. When I walked out of that movie, uh, first thing I said to the studio rep was, that movie was just endearing as fuck. <laughs> we can't put that on a poster, sir. <laughs> you should put that on a poster. Because that would be great. Right at the top. Endearing as fuck. No, what they would do is they'd do the whole endearing dot, dot, dot. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's endearing as fuck. It's an under motherfucking <laughs> underdog movie. It's all the sport movie cliches done. Better, I hope, because I'm, I'm thinking of Rudy right now, and I fucking hate that movie. No, no. Th- think of Rudy, and then think of Rudy done perfectly with a, a good sense of humor. With, I'm imagining with a too. great sense of humor, yeah. and a and a terrific cast that nails the performances. <laughs> it's it's a great movie. Uh, this is one of the first five stars of the year. So I'm looking forward to it. So let's go ahead and get into. Uh, yep. Let's get out of our fun little things that we're talking about here, and let's get let's bring on some pain and talk about the news. Uh, let's see. The first little bit of news I have here is something only that interests me because I worked as a military contractor for a number of years. Um, in the UK, has uh, all banded to not just the UK, but the uh, I believe the EU wide. There's going to be an embargo on selling arms to Saudi Arabia. Good. Because of all the heinous shit that they're doing in Yemen. That's a long time coming, actually. Yeah. Well, my question is, is it really Saudi Arabia? Because the U.S. has agreed in the past to take flack for different countries, and maybe the Saudis are now taking some of our flack. Yeah, probably. But uh, I just find it funny that the the EU can manage to uh, band together and say, okay, we're not going to sell weapons to these assholes. But yet in America, we're like, fuck, we need to sell more, you know, to make up for that deficit. So buy, <laughs> well, some, buy some stock in Raytheon, guys. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, <laughs> when you have a very influential political family that made their living off of oil yeah. and have close connections to the Saudi government. Yeah, we saw those hand-holding pictures. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, I mean, I could go on and on this but it's just uh, Mm -hmm. the UN has uh, said that Saudi Arabia is contributing to a humanitarian disaster in Yemen and so I'm sure that has something to do with the it wasn't a hugely overwhelming vote I mean 360 compared to 212 so I mean it was it was much more than a a squeaker but it was a yeah yeah it wasn't it wasn't an uh, uh, but the problem with it is that it's a non-binding motion Uh, oh 
Yeah, so well, it's more of a that's really about all they can like, do with a non-unanimous vote. Yeah, yeah. yeah. causing uh-huh. them to stop selling weapons to the country, which is currently develop or currently conducting a widely criticized military operation in neighboring Yemen, marked by high civilian mm-hmm. casualties. You know, because we're using shit that they're, they're dropping ordnance that we haven't been able to like use in regular war. You know, like cluster bombs. You know, not supposed to be using those anymore, from what I heard. But <laughs> yeah. That's not going to stop Saudi Arabia. I mean, fuck, they, they, they behead people daily. Well, they don't want to use them, but they're about to expire, so. <laughs> it's like smokes. Get rid of them. It's like, like smokes and milk. Yeah, I find all sorts of shit to cook with milk when it's mm-hmm. like getting close to be the expiration date. Oh, shit, this going. expired yesterday. Got to make something. Or yeah. the, uh, did you ever watch uh, Arrested Development? Uh, the TV a little show. bit. Briefly. The the mother of the family was a notorious drunkard like all the time. Uh, Mich- <laughs> what's her name? Jessica Walters, I want to say, from Archer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, anyway, yeah. she was the mom of the family. And uh, she would always like say, oh, I have to drink all the liquor in the bottle. Once you open it, it goes bad if you don't drink it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to use that one of these days. So in a uh, show of how uh, obstructionist the GOP has become in the last few weeks, they've come out <laughs> saying that not only... Will they deny anyone that gets nominated for the Supreme Court? They won't even have the hearings. They say, why have them when you already know that the outcome and the answer is going to be no? So uh, this spurred the president to make his own hashtag that's was training there for a while. Hashtag do your job. The fact that we're having to tell grown ass adult men to do their fucking job, you know. Well, that's that's kind of backfired on the uh, the the Republicans because I guess uh, Obama floated the idea of nominating a Republican judge, yeah, and they refused. And then somebody, one of the the the, the senators had his local paper just rip Lamb him to shreds <laughs> over it, oh, and yeah. so now they're. They're, 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 they're reconsidering, I bet. <laughs> yes. So to hear what the turtle has to say about this, uh, what the fuck is his oh. name? Uh, Mitch McConnell, sorry. He had, th- he had this much to say about the whole thing. Are you actually not beat with the nominees? Well, look, I don't know how many times we need to keep saying this. Um, the Judiciary Committee has unanimously recommended to me that there be no hearings. Uh, I've said repeatedly, and I'm now confident my conference agrees, that this decision ought to be made by the next um uh, president, whoever is elected. I don't know the purpose of such a visit. I would not be inclined to take one myself. You know, the people spoke already. Well, That's why we have our current president, correct? I mean, so the Senate, the Senate can't stay in session for a full forever. Year. Yeah. No, they they, just, this, they there's going to be a recess appointment if they don't get off their asses. Yeah. Oh, Obama's well, doing the nice thing by saying, look, I'm going to float this guy. I'm going to float this guy. I'm going to float this guy. Yeah, and I know. I know he gonna, can. He's going to come to a point I, where he's going to go. All right, fuck you guys. Recess appointment. Then you can confirm yeah. him after I leave office. You know. Yeah. Or her. Hey, sorry, guess what? Yeah, they the the Supreme Court also has to do their jobs. So yeah, yeah. and they have jobs coming up pretty goddamn soon, considering mm-hmm. June's just right around the fucking corner. You know. Yeah. Got it hurts to say that. Uh, yeah. So that was Mitch McConnell, but uh, his buddy John Cornyn jumps on as well. Hang on. I don't see the point of going through the motions. We know what the outcome is going to be, and we are united on that. Uh, I don't see the point of going through the motions and creating a misleading impression that something else is going on here. 
Fuck these guys, man. <laughs> really? <sighs> you know, we're not going to do anything anyway, so you know, wh why even try? It's like, are you even going to come to work today? Well, fuck, I just wanted to wake and bake. Why Why am I even going <laughs> to... I already know. How, I already know how the day is going to end. Why? Why go? Why show up? That they're just getting so nihilist. The, the GOP has become the nihilist party. It's like, fuck. Why do we even try? I don't try? care. <laughs> We're just striking at the darkness, which will consume us anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. They need to piss test every one of these guys. That'd be great. I I would love to see like all these review like tests come back. Oh, wow, you've been dropping lots of acid, haven't you? I mean, that probably doesn't show up on P tests, but like I don't know. See, I don't know well, how that works. I I just like to see them all have to pass an IQ test. <laughs> Civics <laughs> test even. You know, this is your goddamn job, people. Yeah. Uh let's see. We had a uh resounding success with passing a medical marijuana bill here in Utah. Just it passed well, the Senate. I, I don't, it passed yeah, the I don't Senate. know if I would call it a resounding success. It was a, it was better than the the one vote that was missing last year. Well, the one vote that was missing last year, but the bill itself is is and they've already not, taken the fangs out of it. Yeah, the bill itself is not great, but it's, it's better than just the oil that they were going to yeah. get, you know. Here, have hemp oil. It doesn't do anything. Essential yeah. oils don't work. <laughs> sure <laughs> no, they you'll, do. You'll never get the, the Utah legislature to say anything like that about essential oils, you know? <laughs> Tucker, did that, did that stuff ever make it out to your guys' area where you are? Because here in Utah, we have multi-level marketing out the ass. And so you have all these, like, bored housewives trying to sell their friends uh, <laughs> magic snake oil and shit where it's like, oh, if you use... Three drops of lavender that that'll cure your cancer. We have some of that. It's um, it's not hugely popular, uh, you know, because everybody around here just takes hillbilly heroin. <laughs> <laughs> well, they uh, do that here too, but they just don't talk about it. Yeah, yeah it's well, just all all done in the backseat of the the minivan after you drop the kids off. Yeah, mm -hmm. but uh, no, the uh, we were we were really big on meth labs for a while, but those. Last I heard, had all moved. Not all of them, but the majority of them were now all in Kentucky, because oh, where they belong. Because the Arctic encounter <laughs> deserves that. <laughs> but the um, because you know we passed the law that says you got to show ID to get your Sudafed. Yeah, and uh, Kentucky, last I heard, still didn't have a law like that. So you can go in and buy cases <laughs> of Sudafed. You know. <laughs> That doesn't trigger any warnings. We need to buy a bunch of Sudafed and boxes and boxes of matches. <laughs> <It's Yeah>. like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so we had the uh, we had the we had the passing of this marijuana bill, which would uh, mm -hmm. allow access for the for, for the marijuana plant. But they've taken that out of there. They amended the mm -hmm. whole plant access, replacing it with an extract or so-called cannabis product. Mm-hmm. So. You're going to be able to get some crackle and some maybe some resin and prepared prepared edibles. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in support of that. You know, I, give basically me some basically anything you can't smoke. Oh, well, so you, brownies. Let's get <laughs> fat. Yeah, <laughs> you guys are well, farther hey. along on that than we are. Oh, that we're just now starting to talk about it. So that's good. I mean, it, the the only reason shit like this is happening in Utah is because the 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 city of power, you know, the the actual uh, main city in the state, the the capital, is a mm -hmm. liberal bastion. You oh, know, that's where yeah. the that's where the church headquarters are and all this other shit. So, 
and with all of these celebrities that like to come and visit, they go to Park City, and that's another liberal bastion out here. So we've got a mm-hmm. we've got a whole bunch of like pockets of blue in this giant sea, sea of red in this state. So it's just bad. Well, that, even even the red is slowly turning purple. Yeah, because they're starting to well, realize. Well, if, oh. if you yeah, if you you know you look at the the the, the poll number, the polling, and public opinion but. there's a lot of bernie supporters that and a lot of these guys yeah. that are voting against this shit today are going to be voted out i think in november because you've got the mm-hmm. millennials getting off their ass mm-hmm. yeah let's hope so and so let's see um that's going to go to the house the house so if that goes through it'll be the governor that has to sign it into law who knows if he's going to do that shit um he usually doesn't like to veto things but i don't want to talk too much about our governor because he's a dickhole uh, and let's see the. No, he's he's not a dickhole. He's worse than a dickhole. He's... Well, his his last name is Herbert. A dickhole. Whenever, is... yeah. Whenever <laughs> I hear Herbert, all I can think is the the old pedophile on Family Guy. Well, <laughs> oh man, that's hey there, pretty, guys. That's probably pretty close, but yeah, I wouldn't call him a dickhole because a dickhole is useful. Ooh. He's, he's that he's that weird ridge of skin you get on your scrotum when it gets too cold. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he oh. is. <laughs> I'm sure there's a name for it. I'm sure know. the name is I'm great, sure but I don't Fucking I... scientists. How do they work? <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> we had the Family Research Council President Tony Perkins talking with Senator Mike Lee in Utah about why the Senate must rebuff any Supreme Court nominee put forward by President Obama. Yes, talking to Mike Lee about anything is a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> it's even better when your name is Tony fucking Perkins. Mm-hmm. You know? The, the scarecrow of the religious right. He's just... <laughs> <laughs> so, and he brings it up because he's talking about... Perkins is warning us about the imminent demise of the U.S. So, it's like a running theme we have going on right now. Like, anytime that there's a, an election where they have, they'll have a really good candidate on the right and they've got, like, a super strong left candidate, they always go like, oh, God, America's going to be blown up. Fuck, what are we going to do? Oh, no. So <laughs> let's uh, let's keep in mind that Tony Perkins also said that four years ago that uh, Obama's reelection would mean the destruction of America. Guess what? It's still here. <laughs> it's gone anywhere. Still here. Everything's fine. Doing little, pretty good, actually. I'm not as broke as I was. <laughs> I'm employed. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Perkins, after praising the uh, the people of the right wing watch where I got this article from, uh, it says, <laughs> I don't say anything that I don't want exposed. Yeah, we're just waiting to find out the shit that you that you don't want exposed. I can't wait to hear about that <laughs> stuff. Uh, because like he repeated his claim that the 2016 election could be the last election ever held in America unless the next president stops Obama's cultural time bombs from exploding. Because, uh, um, you know, uh, that, that black president, Barack Hussein Obama, he's done so much bad stuff to this country in the last seven years. You know, so much terrible stuff. You you can't even list all of anything really i mean he's done some dumb but i mean every president does dumb yeah Yeah. are you uh familiar with robert heinlein's oh yeah 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 okay well you know that in 2012 america in robert heinlein's timeline um america became a religious theocracy oh (laughs) (laughs) it's like you 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 you, you listen to know. some of the Republican stuff, and you're like, mm, Heidelin may have been off by a couple of years. Yeah, no kidding, <laughs> they're aiming for that hard. I mean, especially the shit that I've been hearing Trump say recently. Oh, well, man. at least Trump's not quite that 
he's at least he's not a religious nut. Yeah. That's like yeah, hey, that's like the best possible. That's like the only positive thing I can really say about him. Yeah, he'll, but, just, he'll just fuck over the have nots more hard and he'll mm-hmm. make business more money. But yeah, well, I don't think I, he'd be I, bad as Ted Cruz who wants to, you know, give everybody a Bible free of charge or shit like that. And just, <laughs> I hate yeah, that man. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, the thing that's concerning is, you know, how they had they had that poll that they came out with not too long ago that said, you know, a bunch of Americans think that the um, Emancipation Proclamation was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Only 40% of those people voted for Trump. So who did <laughs> the other 60% vote for? <laughs> <laughs> we've got a we've got a clip like that coming up here later about, you know, how we how people should be crediting the white people for ending slavery. So that's coming up. So you'll you'll have to wait around for that one. But I think we're at a point right now where we're going to go ahead and hit our first break a little bit early because the audios and the videos all fucked up over here. I'm looking at it right now. God damn it, Felicia. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, Sorry. We'll, no, it's okay. We'll be right back with the fun with real audio segment and we'll catch you in a second. Bye. Hey, are you looking for a podcast to fill all your nerdy needs? Well, I have a place for you. It's called the Nerd Dome Podcast. And oh, they've got it all for you. All you have to do is go to the Pod Hell Network at podhell.com. We're also on iTunes. All right, so we're back from that first little break there. Uh, apologies for the, the video getting kind of wonky to YouTube people out there. Um, shit happens when people that have been added to the call show up. Not blaming anybody or anything. Just <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to move into our, our fir- first little clip that we have here for our fun with real audio segment. And uh, that's going to be... Um, I, I'm going to cut him off short here because this is a four-minute clip and we'll, we will not make it that far. I mean, if, if history has told us anything that if we get like a four minute video, we're going to talk about it for 30 minutes because that's what we did with uh, <laughs> Rafael Cruz and uh, mm-hmm. what's his no Pat Robertson last week. Jesus Christ. God, I hate Pat Robertson so much. Become a patron. Go listen to that. It was a 30 minute dissertation of that shit show that we had. Uh, so we have Alex Jones up here first. And um, oh, my God, he's just he's terrible. The entire establishment is in a complete conniption fit against Donald Trump. And I admit that he is an unknown quantity, an unknown country. Wait, he just said what? unknown country? Unknown quantity, unknown <laughs> country. I don't I've know never, what that means. I, I've never heard of that as a thing, as a political saying, you know. Uh, it's not a saying anywhere for anything. That's not a, no, we actually, generally don't want to refer to people that way. He's, <laughs> he's, he's trying to show he's intelligent and referencing it's, Shakespeare. He's uh, yeah. because you know, um, unknown country comes from um, Star Wars. I mean Star Trek, right? But they, but that's <laughs> that's undiscovered country though. Yeah, but it's Alex Jones. Yeah, um, but that's they were quoting Shakespeare because remember Christopher Plummer's character says yeah. you don't you've never, you've never un- until you hear Shakespeare, Shakespeare in the original Klingon. Yeah, I fucking love that movie. <laughs> I must have watched that the summer that that came out on HBO. I must have watched it at least fifty times. Love that movie. <laughs> It's a great movie. Like, it's one of the few good original Star Trek movies, I think. I don't hate any of the original ones. I just think that was one of the better ones. Even though it really was just a Shakespeare story. And <laughs> yeah. So, 
he's okay. So he's referencing Shakespeare, but is that even a con- correct context reference or no? No, because he's talking about Donald Trump. Nothing's in good context with Donald Trump. <laughs> well, yes, and, and he's he's well known. <laughs> and Trump is well known. He's been in the public eye since the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, is he? he that's what he was saying that he isn't. He's an unknown. Know much yeah, about? he's unknown. I yeah. think we know way too much about Trump. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Way too much. Yeah. Except what's in his taxes. When it comes to a political track record. But what he's done the last year, destroying political correctness, lifting up a standard to promote Americana and free market. Exp- hey, Alex, how does this dick taste? Exposing <laughs> <laughs> and criminal involvement of the Saudis and elements of our government. Calling for the audit of the private run for private Federal Reserve. The list goes on and on, what he's done, and the fact that he's so receptive when people corrected him about the refugee crisis, he went to bring them in, saying, oh my gosh, I didn't know there were terrorists amongst them, and they weren't being vetted, don't bring them in. And when we said, hey, audit the private Federal Reserve, he's like, you bet. Hey, come out and expose Bush for 9-11. Did it. No, he didn't. What? He didn't expose Bush. He just said that he didn't keep our country safe, which yes. is technically true. Which is the same thing that everybody else on the left has been saying. Yeah, yeah. that's not like a thing. That Suddenly, yes. Or wait, Suddenly. are we right now saying they've hated Bush the whole time? Didn't the Dixie Chicks get lambasted for that? Didn't they? Yes, like, yes. they did. Yeah, yeah. They killed yeah. their career. Well, in America, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Their country, so I'd much rather tour, <laughs> I'd much rather tour Europe. <laughs> a lot of folks in the grassroots are bringing this to Trump, but we brought it directly to him. This isn't me pause. I'm not pausing when he. I does know that. it's just the way he really? talks. No, he is like- doing that by himself. I mean, this one's a pause, but like it's literally like <laughs> two seconds of pause, and I'm like. Someone's going to say something. Fuck. I need to. <laughs> I'm hovering over the button. Dead air kills me. Yeah. I can't stand dead air as a host. I fucking hate it. I mean, oh, God, as a person yeah. listening to stuff, I kind of love it because it makes me giggle because I'm like, these guys have no idea how to do a show. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, it's like, every time I hear dead air, it's like, um, is something gone wrong here? Did, yeah. Did, it's it's been what's wrong? Something's wrong. So that's you don't. Don't try to adjust anything. Uh, get a cut. There's a, a bunch of apps out there you can get for podcasts that work really well. Uh, what's the one that I use? Uh, Overcast, I think, is the one that I use. Mm-hmm. Where like it, it'll automatically detect like dead spots like that, and mm-hmm. hurry and fast forward through them for you. Seriously? Yeah, it's a really smart app. I mean, for Apple users out there, it's called. I think it's called Overcast. Let me see. That cool. sounds about right. I think I may actually have that. Yeah, that Overcast. Doctor- it, it's this little orange dealy guy right here. Yeah, I have it. I don't use it, but I have it. I use Downcast, but oh, I didn't know out. that Overcast did that. So yeah, they I have a smart switch. speed thing, so you can you can. I listen to most of mine at like one and a quarter speed, and it also has like the auto speed up thing when it hits like dead spots. So it's like if you're listening to ones where the guys like this pause too often, it really mm-hmm. speeds things up quite a bit. But I I really like podcast apps that are not the Apple podcast app. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's they screwed that up. Yeah, they did. So let's let him finish. So he's very, very responsive. He's aware of what's going on. And uh, according to people that have known him for 40 years, he does not like the New World Order. (laughs) What? (laughs) The New World Order? He's not a wrestling fan? I mean, I didn't didn't like NWO Red and Black. Are we we 
which branch of the 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 New World Order are we talking about? Unfortunately, he doesn't get into it. I've listened. Are we? Are we? I think we need to open the show with. I think we need to open the show with the NWO from Psalm sixty nine. Ministry. Um, Yeah. Anybody listen to Penn Sunday School? Uh, Oh, does he still do it? I didn't know if he still did it because I couldn't find it for a long time. Yeah, yeah, he he's still doing it. Uh, he talks periodically about Trump because you know he's known Trump for a long time. Yeah, and he's like, uh, Trump has no filter, and he's not acting. He's not, you know, this is just how Trump is. <laughs> and a former boss of mine worked with Trump, and he never had anything nice to say about Trump. And he mm-hmm. he said that you know. Trump works the deals so that you get screwed and Trump makes the profits. Oh, yeah. Right. As any reputable businessman would do. I mean, a, a true capitalist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a fuck everybody but me capitalist. There you go. Yeah. And here's the deal. Roger Stone is going to be in studio for an hour and a half on Friday. He's coming to Austin. Be on the show. From New York. And he's coming in as of yesterday. Uh, for saying some of their commentators are dumber than Dogmaner. 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 What is that a phrase? Dog Dogmaner. What is dog? Dog Dogmaner. 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 I think he means dog shit. Yeah, dog shit works a lot. Is he talking about dog shit? Yeah. Yes, talk about dog shit. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay. And, and this is his own website. It's infowars.com. He doesn't need to censor himself, but he does. I. He must be broadcasted on like AM stations and shit. I'm sure. <laughs> I think he has like one or two, but um But we all know with new media, it's all about, you know, reaching your it's like customizing it directly to your fan base and everything, you know. I mean, I don't know why he would If you're mad, be fucking mad. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mad. There are so many more euphemisms. There's so many better euphemisms to why use. Why didn't he say poop? Dogmaneer. Ooh, yeah, crap. I, I didn't realize you could use dog shit to fertilize. Scat. You can't. It's shitty fertilizer. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it kills things. Yeah, well, it kills things. And and it can it, it's apparently really good at spreading parasites and things like that. Yeah. yeah. That too. I, I I'm looking for that hookworm when I go to eat my cucumbers. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's true. But really, it's because he's such an effective Trump supporter. If they can ban Stone for that, they can ban anything. And the fact is that they say they're banning someone. We all know that I've basically been banned from Fox and CNN, and I don't even really care. Most of the time, I wouldn't even return their phone calls back when they wanted me on all the time. I'm going to take my ball and go home then. Okay, They're, they're private businesses, Alex. They're private businesses. They can ban whoever the fuck they want. They do, yeah, yeah. Um, and the, the, you know, your your fun little uh, anti-gay bakers, you know the 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 people that were said that they weren't going to uh, sell cakes to gay people. You know, that's taking it a step further. You're not banning an individual at that point. You know, you're banning a certain <laughs> segment of a country. Yeah, yep. know, I, I could, and the, the same thing happened here in Salt Lake City with Willie's, the the dive bar that mm-hmm. uh, Atheist of Utah used to go to after the coffee chats and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They come can come to find out that they're racist motherfuckers that said that they don't want Polynesian <laughs> Polynesians in the bar. 
And that's a no-go for us. That no, doesn't work. It's a no-go for yeah. the atheists of Utah, and it's a no-go for most of the sane fucking people of Salt Lake where we're like, uh, yeah, that's some bullshit, dude. You know, you know, if you were saying, hey, no, uh, no ex-felons with neck tattoos, that's one thing. You know, <laughs> that, that might be cutting a lot of your business out because I've been mm-hmm. there before. Yeah, uh, I don't think they would do that. No, but like it, that's like saying, uh, oh yeah, they 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 cut me out. They cut me out. It's like, okay, well, if your name is Alex Jones and they said we're eighty sixing you and you can't come back, that's not them like trying to like hold anything constitutional. Like, that's nobody you. else. That's nobody <laughs> else. Alex Jones. That's based purely on you, your individual mm-hmm. personal behavior. You yes. are you are not a sovereign nation or a sovereign citizen, whatever the fuck these people call yeah. themselves these days. And it's entirely based upon the shit show that you were every time you were on anything. Every yep. fucking Fox News and shit. Ugh. I hit play. And I counted the seconds. Jeez. I'm like, is something wrong? That was four seconds of like dead air. God. It's terrible. I, um, actually, I'm I'm gonna be done with this guy because I yeah, can't stand I, it. He's killing me. Yeah, yeah. Ah oh, man, Ugh. God, that's fucking horrible. I I can't stand I, blowhards. I mean, and there's so many of them on the right. There's just so many of them. Well, yeah, they just sit there and they act like they have all they, their personal opinion opinion is the only thing that's correct in the world and they have, mm-hmm. they don't need to verify any information it's just whatever they say well and and you know every minor little thing is an end of the world crisis yeah. yep and if they were for it yesterday but obama's supporting it today then they're suddenly against it. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Well, he's doing it wrong, I yeah. guess. And they never supported it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. For those wondering, the, that's the sound of Felicia painting in the background oh, there. Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. No, we, I don't think we no, briefed no, anybody what's going okay. on. You're fine. It sounds fine. I'm just letting people know that can't see it on video that, yeah. that she's in the background there painting. So The, the Atheist of Utah Gala out, is Yeah, tomorrow. this is coming out after the gala. So I hope you were there because you it was it. amazing yeah. and it, it will have been amazing will by the time been. you hear this. <laughs> Ooh, it's a naked picture verbs. of Donald Trump. Conjugate them verbs. <laughs> that was like past, past perfect future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did it. Yeah. Uh, so we have David Barton is our next guy in the crosshairs here, literally. Um, okay. Because this, he says the worst shit here. Hang on. Here we go. But I love the fact that in these early paintings you have, it's black and white together. He's talking with uh, Glenn Beck, of course. Sorry. Okay. Oh, we, we didn't have what we have today where we have to break you into groups somehow. And there, yeah, there was bad ugly down in the... What? People okay. have segregated themselves since the dawn of fucking time, David Barton. What's he, I'm sorry, I'm yeah. not really understanding the context of what he's saying. There's paintings in Glenn Beck's studio or whatever the fuck he's in where it yeah. has uh, people of, you know, racial unity. You know, he's trying to say that uh, things were so much better back then. You know, blacks and whites got along together. Not this warfare that we got going on now. It's like, uh, you guys are old enough that you should remember that. Speaking as someone who lives in a place that used to have colored water fountains... Colored bathrooms, colored movie yeah. theater seating. Uh, you, uh. Yeah, really. No. <laughs> I, I grew up in uh, Arkansas, Mississippi, and Louisiana. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so you, you, I know, you know. I know. <laughs> Especially the casual racism that got tossed around by the family, you know. 
like oh, that you, you could just hear grandma drop the n-word at, for no reason and she doesn't think anything of it because mm-hmm. it, what did she call Bra- <laughs> what did she call brazil nuts Oh, uh, I can't. I don't want to say because I know exactly <laughs> what I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uncomfortable for all of us, really. Yeah, there's a and, and there's my, little uh, chocolate. There's like little chocolate drops that you can get to. Mm-hmm. That used to call those also the n-word toes. Yeah, that was always. Just, yeah, yeah. my yeah. my my stepmother once proudly told me, "Well, I was in my twenties before I knew what br- the real name for Brazil nuts was." <laughs> So wow. give me a handful of by these. the real name. <laughs> that's the way things work. Yep. When you learn the real name, start using it. Yes, that's how it should be. Like and it's an not, adult. It's not politically correct culture to fucking do so. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. Using... Okay, see, oh, that, no, we can't be correct. This Trump mentality and everything, they act like saying terrible things should be, a, like, should we be should just applauded. be cool with it yeah, because they're be... not politically correct. So sick of that stupid ass shit. No, no, nobody. Yo. Look, they're not saying we. Nobody should ever be not offended. Like that's not what yeah. anyone is ever saying. What they're saying mm-hmm. is, don't call Chinese people chinks. Yeah, so, we're not. We're don't, not don't, going. Yeah. We're not terrible going thing to do. Principle on people. We're not going to be like woo woo woo. You can't say these things. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not. I almost stopped I mean, people, my paintbrush and my whiskey coffee. It's been a long day. People, I mean, people should be aware when they say something that might offend somebody, and well, the no, reasons it's not why. But, but it's not. It's not the. It's right. not a. It's, it's so much more than that. Yeah. Are the words you're using now? It's not that they should be made illegal because they're not illegal. No. Nobody's mm-hmm. being charged with them. But are the words that you're saying more harmful than it is for you to be able to say it? Mm-hmm. Like you just not saying it is is less harmful to you as an individual than the words that you're saying. Yeah. Well, so, and 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 context is a huge part of everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's sometimes it's part. really lost, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> especially when Richard Dawkins talks. Oh mm-hmm. God. <laughs> Sorry, I, if people listening at home, <laughs> if you haven't learned by now, I like using this uh, fun with real audio because it's a great springboard for us to get talking about other rabbit trails. Other things. <laughs> Rabbit holes, you say? Yeah. Rabbit uh, holes. Blueberries. Sorry, blueberries. South, <laughs> but my gosh, why not teach the good? And, and Richard Allen. This is Richard Allen. He was in the founding era, really good friends with with Benjamin Rush, signer of the Declaration. He talked about how that so much of the credit that blacks owed was for whites having gone to bat and doing things for them like, like this. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, that, that mm, hurt. <laughs> uh, okay. What? <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> the blacks should be thankful um, to the white guys for getting him out of that mess. <laughs> to, okay. Fuck. Okay. To to be to be Oh god, this is painful. To be, oh, to be devil's advocate for a split second. Oh, Kyle. Okay. Yeah. Danger. Okay. Danger. Watch your yeah, freaking back. <laughs> but that was because those were the people who had all, all the power the power and the only the people the only people who could do anything about it and it was only because those people recognized that it was wrong yes. right so uh, they just stopped doing so, a bad thing so like, they, they uh, stopped doing a bad thing yeah you don't really get credit for going shit we might have been wrong here so let's 
Let, let's Does not. Let's uh, not. Let's no, stop people, doing th- that. This guy's like one step away from saying they should be thankful we brought him here on those boats. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. <laughs> what? 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 And I want. I want to point out. Um, there's a, a great um, memoir called mm-hmm. Army Life in a Black Regiment by Thomas Whitworth Higginson, who he was a Massachusetts abolitionist, and during the Civil War he led one of the first escaped slave union units. Oh, okay. And, I mean, this is a guy who, you know, he, he supported John Brown before the Civil War started. So you kind of get the, the, the level of his anti-slavery attitude. Mm-hmm. Right. And you read his, his memoir, and at the beginning of it, he starts talking about how he's really... Not sure that the, you know, the, the soldiers, the black soldiers under him are equal to whites. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and at the end how... of, you know, as he goes along, he says, he, you know, he starts complaining because one of the, the, the guys, I can't remember his last name. His first name was Prince. Um, he, I think it was like Prince King, something like that. He, he's like, this guy is the best soldier I've ever had, and they won't let me make him an officer because he's black. And, so you're and, saying he was, they, they, he was saying that he was thinking black people might have been superior? No, he was, he, at first he, he, he had no... Oh, under- that, like, kind of, there were, there were writings from Abraham Lincoln that were kind of the same, where he was like, oh, black people shouldn't be slaves. No, they're not white people, so let's slow down. Yeah. Um, right. Right. But, and, and, but, but so gradually, when they start to evolve their opinion, right? He, he mm-hmm. realizes that, hey, I'm, you know, I was wrong about these, these people and they should have every right that we have. What but it took him people? being, you know, living with them every day for years mm-hmm. before he, he grasped that. Yeah. And, and he would have been considered hugely progressive. Before he ever served, before he with ever him. did that, yeah, right. yeah. In and then era. at that point, he's a loony. Do you know, yeah, the, the, yeah, the way of thinking back then. It just it, it, this whole this whole thing where it's like, you know what? There are white people who have done so much for black people. You just want to slap them. You just want to be like, first of all, shut up. <laughs> you're just being your superior self again, acting like you get to yeah. come in and save the poor brown people. Like it, it's just fucking the last samurai. And when we, when oh, we Jesus, we, that movie pissed me so fucking bad off. <laughs> yeah, it was just like I'm just saying. Yeah, it's like you, we just have we have all these stories where it's like white people come in and do the brown thing better, and then help the brown people. Mm-hmm. Avatar. Aren't white people the best? <laughs> <laughs> We're so kind, though. Now, if it wasn't for oh. Jake Sully, you know. Like, like, let's not give any credit to the 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 people who were slaves, who were black, and organized entire revolts. Yeah. Um, I've got a great example from the the slaves in the mines in South Africa developed a language by stomping their boots and rattling their chains because they were not allowed to speak to each other. Mm-hmm. So they developed a language by stomping and. Uh, shaking the chains on their ankles. It's yeah, it's. it's like, is, but no, but no, white people are the good ones, right? Yeah. No, yeah, they yeah, make oh, a yeah. language, and it is, by the way, uh, with syntax and everything, a full language. It's really yeah, fascinating. Well, it's one of the things that 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 in 
the the book by Higginsworth, he he talks about how the the, the former slaves, he'd hear them tell their stories and he realized that they were playing stupid and doing all these things because they knew that the, 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 the slave masters wouldn't pick up on just how intelligent these people they were, were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and and it enabled them to do it enabled some of them to escape it, it you know right. or yeah, have who, a better life and who things hasn't like played that. ignorant at some point around certain people because you don't <laughs> want to fucking help them you know? right right <laughs> i don't know do that I, as a I, lifestyle I thing don't know. You know? where that is your life you, yeah. like don't don't offer to do too much because that's going to become the new norm Mm-hmm. Welcome to being mm-hmm. a federal what? employee. Yeah. What, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No, no. I don't, yeah. I don't oh, know. but wait a minute. That's a that's just us showing our bias and being ignorant on any topic again. Damn it. At Scott eighty three M. Any. We, we topic. should stop doing that. Yeah. On any topic, you know, we're just as extreme. We're just. Yeah, we are just as extreme. <laughs> like. Uh, you know, I guess we should give white people more credit. Yeah, let's, let David yeah. let's let David Barton give us like more reasons let's, why. I'm just saying, you know, we should take a more middle ground since that's the more nuanced approach. You're right. White people have done like a lot of good. Now, don't get uppity, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> You're showing your bias. We're showing that bias again. Yeah, I'll show you my bias. We're totally <laughs> no, get, I don't want to get the blur bar we're out. Gonna again, have so to get it. the blur bar out <laughs> to obscure your bias. I have, <laughs> I have set up for those people that are watching on YouTube. I have partic- particularly set up something that where if Felicia gets too rowdy, this happens. <laughs> you guys can't see it yourself, but we can't. Yep. People on we YouTube have no idea what you're doing. Yep. Jesus it'll with his be... hand going like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be funny when we watch it on YouTube. On YouTube. So let's and get to the YouTube. David Barton finish. We're not able oh. to themselves. Whites did. When you get the 13th Amendment, you know, it was nothing but two-thirds of the House, whites in the House, because they're the only ones voting, two-thirds of the whites in the House, two-thirds of the whites in the Senate, and three-fourths of the whites in the states that ratified the 13th Amendment to end slavery. And uh, four- uh, uh, <laughs> uh. It was it was not an easy task. You have oh, us get to that thank done. for freeing you from the slavery we put you <laughs> you're welcome. God, you're uh, so fucking I, I, welcome. Look, shits. Uh, Look, uh, I, um, that's like I, a husband I, telling his wife, "You should be, you should be thanking me because I stopped hitting you." Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's, you're only not getting hit because I stopped it. it, uh, it you're welcome. It, uh, <laughs> if you, if you've read. You know, Doris Kearns' book that, you know, the movie Lincoln was based on. Yeah. Or seen the movie Lincoln, you know that getting the 13th Amendment passed was no easy task. No. And, no. And, 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 I, um, I there forget. There was a whole we, war, wasn't there? Wasn't there a whole <laughs> war? A whole yeah, war. I seem to remember some kind of. There was a some war. Kind of, there was a scuffle or two, I think. Something like 600,000 people died. <laughs> yeah. Which adjusted for Do inflation. other people! <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> How many people is that adjusted for inflation? Yeah. Well, well, um, <laughs> it, I, if well, I they... remember the numbers right, there was 30 million Americans at that time. 
So six hundred thousand. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a huge percentage. What, um, five five percent of the Americas. Right, which, which is, nowadays would be um, about fifteen million people, I think, or something like that. No, I'm not doing the math right. It'd be a lot of fucking people. It'd be like yeah. six, it'd be six million actually. Another thing, about right. it. yeah. You're you're well you're welcome. You're welcome, black people. Oh. You're welcome, black people. Tenth <laughs> Amendment. It was nothing but two thirds of whites in the House, two thirds of whites in the Senate, three fourths of whites, and so the, the notion that it's black against white is not borne out by history, but we have made it that way in the way we portray history. Oh. <laughs> we've made it that way yeah because no, it wasn't that way we're, to begin with. yeah we're the ignorant ones that's no, oh, fine yeah oh, oh, oh. um there's an old movie from the 50s called go man go it is the story of the harlem globe and and the the problems they had in just being able to play basketball and the reason the harlem globetrotters exist was because the nba wouldn't allow blacks to play the game yeah that's the whole reason and then it was invented by a black guy wasn't it no no i, well, I don't i can't remember you don't know i can't remember it was peach baskets and they hung them up on the yeah and it was in massachusetts um yeah i can't remember sorry 99 invisible just did a podcast like a week or two ago about the the birth of basketball um but it's like exclusive boarding school in massachusetts or maine nope it was a white dude his name was james naismith yeah wow uh, again you're welcome like yeah. people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean if you're lebron james thanks white people you know Oh, uh, it's Fuck like Dave a new Brown. hashtag that needs to start trending. Thanks, Whitey. Thanks, <laughs> Whitey. I got to vote today. Thanks, Whitey. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, let's, okay, it, let's just go ahead and make that analogy. Like, uh, it, that's like women being like, you know what? Thanks, guys. Thanks for finally listening to all those women that you beat up and arrested and even killed. Trying You're to get welcome. us yeah, get us the right to vote. Thanks for finally like just stepping aside and You're letting welcome. Okay. <laughs> Since we're talking about my favorite white guys here, uh, we have Brian Fisher, oh. my favorite oh, guy. Yay! Ew, because man, this guy, I, this fucking guy. I'm gonna this let, I'm fucking gonna, guy. I'm gonna try to let him play a, a good chunk of it before oh. I interrupt him. So here we go. Uh, Brian Fisher says that every abortion is like something, something. Hang on. Now, here's what I want you to understand here. He says, look, when you sacrifice a child to an idol, you are sacrificing that child to demons. That's the word that's used right here in the scripture. I looked it up in the Hebrew lexicon. You know what that word demon means? It means demon. Refer <laughs> oh. hey, that's a beautiful tautology there. I thought it meant a rose petal. I'm going to play that again because that's just fucking genius. Um, um, um. I, I, I feel compelled to point out that uh, for most of uh, Jewish history, <laughs> there was no concept of an afterlife. Yeah. Right. You're dead. You're, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Food for maggots. Yep. The scripture, I looked it up in the Hebrew lexicon. You know what that word demon means? It means demon. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> dummy. Why don't you suck on a rainbow-colored whopper? <laughs> just a dummy. It's just, that's why he's my favorite, because he's so stupid. Do you know what it means, demon? It means demon. Oh, thank you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> he blew my mind. <laughs> and and the sky means the sky, and my coffee cup here means coffee cup. Thanks, uh, jackass. What the fuck? <laughs> And the point- Way to define- you should go work for Merriam-Webster, Brian Fisher. <laughs> you right, you know how to just describe the meanings of words so well. So well. This is making is when a nation sacrifices innocent children in abortion or infanticide, that is a sacrifice to demons. It's like food for demons using... And atheists. Don't forget us. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that old joke that expression metaphorically what i mean by that is that act of the shedding of innocent blood the most innocent among us it empowers satanic forces oh my god okay you know what it's and it's, and uh christopher reeves if you remember a special south park episode where <laughs> drink the stem cells yep. and <laughs> so i got a question for this guy then so what is a, a, a miscarriage when because the miscarriage is just the body aborting Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you just know, the what, body taking care of that already. As, as we went over a couple episodes, okay, what's it called again? Spontaneous, Spontaneous abortion. abortion. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes, but yeah. that's okay. God did it. So, so is that food for demons? No, for no, no. That's angel fodder. He needs some. He just, <laughs> oh, he, just needed, oh. he just needed another angel. Yeah, another one. Uh, he he wipes his ass with them up there. <laughs> and, and there's a uh, a medical condition where a woman will believe she's pregnant and. What happens is is that it's a cluster of cells that is in a grape-like pattern that there's no way it would ever develop into a uh, you know a, a baby embryo yeah mm-hmm. it, well I'm yeah I mean it, it when it comes out it's a it looks like grapes from what I understand uh, <laughs> it's not fertilized but your body start it starts to go through like the the development mm-hmm. like it was a pregnancy yeah it, yeah it's, like it starts to I, I'm, it's not it's it's not mitosis it's send my us a, send us an email mailbag at Utah Hellcast. yeah so it's yeah. Just, yeah please please do yeah. um I've, I've known a woman who who had that and it was like really far along before you know they could detect it even yeah. with ultrasounds, that it was not going to be anything. Forget right. viability. Forget mm-hmm. it was. It, um, wasn't, it wasn't a baby. Right. It was not. It was never going to be a baby. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So yeah, Brian. Oh, and then there's atopic pregnancies. Yeah. How do these people just completely not pay attention to atopic pregnancies? If, they don't if pay you attention to anything, God's really. will, you well, know. Yeah. We have. If, the, not, if you allow you know, an atopic pregnancy to continue. Neither one is surviving. But 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 you say that's different than God's will. I, I mean, that's God's will. And that's different than, you know, a woman deciding she needs an abortion. Even though, you know, when that baby was conceived, God had to know what was going to be the end result of that conception. Yeah, and this, this kind of shit breaking my heart because we had a, this week a couple of cases reported of pregnant ladies that have Zika mm-hmm. virus. Yeah. And so yeah. are they going to do the morally an ethically proper thing and get not have a kid born with microcephaly or are they going to oh wait it's florida yeah they're going to give birth to him and raise him yep oh god uh, and then they're going to become senators <laughs> <laughs> it's not something easy for a baby to survive 
No. No. It's not a good way for a baby horrible. anymore. It, you should not let a human like that come into the world. No. It's no. just torture. And people are going to be like, oh my god, atheists are pushing once again for uh, eugenics. Oh, how dare no. they? No! No, this isn't about eugenics. This is I about know. suffering. <laughs> yeah, but you get a lot of the time people talk about how uh, we are breeding certain aspects of the human race out by not allowing ones to come to pregnancy. I'm all for getting rid of dwarfism through genetic uh, therapies. Yeah. And that's just because if now in womb, they, they've started to be able to treat it uh, before they can actually develop and grow up that way. And I'm all for that because that's a horrible thing to have someone grow up with. Yeah, it's a horrible, horrible a, disease. It is a disease. It's a uh, deficiency. It's it's something that's going to be mm -hmm. hard for them to live with for the rest yes, of their life. It's a disability life. forever. Yeah. Forever. There is no good way to have dwarfism. Okay, so Brian Fisher. It energizes satanic forces. It gives them the league right to be at work in our culture. Energize yeah, he literally Ooh, just said it gives, it gives <laughs> Satan legal ground. <laughs> Abortion gives him more legal rights. <laughs> what? <laughs> Brian Fisher, don't Who it? voted for that law? Oh, I don't God. know, but I want to meet him. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm sorry, you deserve a, 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 hef, a, a nice handshake. A hearty high five. A hearty high five. You gave, you gave Satan legal authority. You get a high five. High five, Baphomet. Legal. <laughs> oh, wait. Shit, I just looked over and Brian's got his Bible out. Let's hear what he has to say. Oh, no. It empowers them. It gives them legal ground. It gives them permission to operate. So every time an abortion is performed in the United States of America. An angel gets Joel its wings. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to go any further with that because Tucker just fucking killed it. Right there. I'm sorry. That no, no, that was amazing because I didn't think of it. That's a t-shirt right there. Man, that's just waiting to be made. That's funny. <sighs> How's the painting going, Felicia? I, I sat with my legs crossed too long. Uh-oh. And now everything is stiff. <laughs> If you uh, I know that problem. Say no more. Say no more. Not say no more. That's Judge. Is your wife a goer? She into sports. You know okay. that it it took forever for Eric Idle to convince them to do that sketch. What sketch? The, 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 the wink, 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 nudge, nudge. If you know what I mean, oh. know what I mean. Say no more, say no more. Oh, that, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> because on, on paper, it doesn't look like it'd be funny. No. no. But when you sit down and perform it, Is she, it's oh. You know what I mean? You mean, oh. <laughs> Candid? Is she Candid photography? <laughs> God, that's hilarious! <laughs> uh, I need to go back and watch my old uh, DVDs. Of if you Python. if you don't know what we're talking about, I feel bad for you because I yeah, grew up with Monty you Python. You so. should, yeah, you should spend some time YouTubing Monty Python sketches. Yeah, they yeah. put most of their good sketches on there. So yeah, just yeah. just just go to YouTube, type millions Monty Python, and millions of hits. Enjoy, enjoy the next few hours by doing that. Yeah, especially every my favorites I'm, when they're. I, every time I'm feeling a little depressed, I always put on the Galaxy song. 
Eric Idle was upset because he got the science wrong. It was right when he wrote the song, but we've <laughs> learned so much more yeah. since then. Yep. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's see. You guys have a choice between someone saying Obama is imposing martial law, or uh, you get to hear Trump talking to uh, Pat Robertson. Trump. Six one, half a dozen of the other. Yeah. Okay. We'll go. We'll go. Uh, okay. Trump and P. Robes. Then here we go. President May Ginsburg. There may be three judges. Right. Uh, three. Uh, what what criteria would you use to? Uh, well, we have judges. some good ones. We have Judge Alito, who's terrific. Sam Alito, yeah. uh, terrific. Uh, we have uh, Judge Thomas, who I think is a terrific judge, who's been a real strong. Who hasn't asked a question Thomas? in court in ten years or something he, like that? He just he just did whatever whatever his buddy did. Yeah. Well, well you, you know what Alito's nickname is, don't you? No, what's Scalito. it? Scalito. <laughs> because he follows... Follows uh, Scalia, yeah. Yeah. And Roberts, what the fuck has he done? <laughs> Present. <laughs> just think of him as being scrubby. They just voted however Futurama. Scalia voted. Right. They really and enjoyed him. Very, very good fan. And uh, we have some that didn't work out as well. I mean... If you look at uh, Justice Roberts, he could have killed Obamacare twice. Mm -hmm. No matter what he does, it's like, you know, he was appointed by Bush. By the way, I will tell you that uh, Senator Cruz is the one that pushed him. He was the one that most wanted him. In fact, he wrote... <laughs> you know, I'm going to pick yeah, you up and just chuck you under this fucking bus. Here we go. Judge <laughs> for not voting for who nominated, not voting the way that he, he was supposed to because he was nominated... Uh, you know, fuck him because he's like, no, I'm gonna actually judge. You know, you know? yeah, no, being a judge mm -hmm. and you know, voting his, voting the Constitution and conscience. You know, yeah. Well, mm -hmm. well, well who was who was the uh, the woman that uh, Bush tried to nominate and uh, oh, she? I, I looked her up the other day and he he tried to bring her in twice, I think. Um, mm -hmm. And she flamed out spectacularly. Uh, <laughs> you I'm know, to remember her like, name. Uh, Harriet Myers. Yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah. And they, you know, like the the Congress asked her, you know, please explain when you have done, you know, what you have done, and it was something like, you know, because she was a legal counsel to Bush. Yeah, for I think like two years or so. Yeah, and and they asked her to explain certain decisions that she had been involved in, and her response was no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, look even if it's a bullshit question if you want the job you don't put no <laughs> seriously that's that's job interview number one yeah yeah tell me about your work experience mm -mm. no i'd really rather not i'd rather, I'd rather not i plead yeah. the fifth. <laughs> especially for this kind of a job yeah asking asking somebody asking a judge to explain their thinking or their reasoning behind a judgment when you're vetting them for the Supreme Court, I, I, I think I think that's a reasonable line. Yeah, that's, that's, that's something the American but, people but, have yeah, to hear. I mean, I don't, I don't know exactly what they asked, so maybe it, it might not have been. But, you know, explain yourself it seems to be a reasonable, uh, a reasonable line of questioning well, in well, this but, case. Well, even if it's even if they were asking something unreasonable. 
which mm -hmm. is potentially the case when you're dealing with a political appointee like a Supreme Court justice. Yeah. If you want the job, you go along with it. You fucking right. walk you go the along with it. You go along with it. Or or you or you lay out a, a convincing argument as to why, why that not is not relevant. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. right. And she didn't do that. I mean literally no. that was her answer. No. Um the Daily Show back when John Stewart was on it did a brilliant bit about it, and they actually showed her responses to the question. I mean, they showed the form that she filled out. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I'm gonna start doing that on applications. They're like, "What's your current address?" I'm gonna be like, "No, no, 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 no." no. no. You have you ever committed a crime? None of your business. <laughs> So okay, so Cruz was uh, getting tossed under the bus by Trump. Like mm -hmm. editorial suit, but you got to have Roberts. You got to have Roberts. And Justice Roberts was a, a terrible, terrible situation because he approved Obamacare when everybody said it was going to be terminated. He was the vote that said we're going to keep it. So they were then he had a second time at it, which would have also killed it, and he passed it then too. And some of the other judges are the conservative. I mean, the rumors are that some of them didn't even speak to him. But what he did was terrible. Now, he was a Bush appointee, and he was really proposed. He, the one that pushed him harder than anybody was Cruz, Senator Cruz. And Senator Cruz gave us Obamacare in a true sense, because any good can... It's true. It's true. Even the crowd of the, the Christian Broadcasting Network couldn't even mm -hmm. buy that line of shit that he just tried to yeah. sell. Mm -hmm. They laughed at him. Even they're laughing at it. He's like, it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true because that's the way I see it. Therefore, it is true. Yeah. Oh, in fact, you have you have right now. They have editorials where he wrote he wrote actually papers on why he should be the one chosen, signed by Ted Cruz. So I mean, he has been no matter what he does, he's been a disastrous judge because Obamacare is killing everybody. It's killing. It's killing everybody. I, yeah, I, well, I, I love that they're calling him a disastrous judge because of that one decision. One decision. Uh, uh, where well, he's been like their their golden boy on the court for He's been that swing vote for the longest else. time, yeah. Yeah. And it's just it's amazing that he's trying to tie in Cruz. It's like he's trying to get him with guilt by association. Now, I'm not trying to say mm -hmm. Ted Cruz is an asshole, but you know yeah. I've seen shit come out of his mouth more than once. You know, it's like <laughs> well, and and you know, I a, a friend of mine back before Obamacare became the law of the land, she had a UTI and urinary tract yeah. infection, mm -hmm. had no health insurance and had to go to the ER to get treatment. Hi! Things I'm terrified of. The <laughs> bill for going to the ER to get you know, antibiotics for... Simple shit. That you, mm -hmm. could, that you could go into a corner store in England and just pick up for pennies. <laughs> was $2,000. Yep. $2,000. I had pneumonia back in October. Oh, yeah, I remember that happening. My bill, after insurance picked up the tab, was $100. After? After. They paid $15 on it. <laughs> yeah, but women's, women's services are always more expensive, too. 
because no, it's well, icky yeah, down but, there. Well, I went to a, I went to a uh, you know walk-in clinic. I didn't oh, go, go to an ER. That's true. Mm-hmm. When I've gone, when I've had UTIs, I, the last time I had a UTI, I had insurance. I had really good insurance, so I didn't pay a dime. Yeah, I, but but right now, unless I have money to front to go to the little the doctor's office down the road, then I. I'm going to the ER if I have a UTI, if I don't have cash, because that's the only place that will treat me. Well, let's keep in mind that um, that him being asked, he was asked a question specifically by um, by Pat Robertson. What qualities would you be looking for in a candidate? He has well, course, of course, like every fucking question. every person that, that gets asked a question on the stage, they always just end up going around, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, thankfully, Pat actually he's brings. He's totally not a politician, you guys. He's a. <laughs> so one more question: In your selection as president, what criteria would you use to pick somebody? Pro-life. Uh, we want. We want. I'm told I should have clapped for this. I'm going to clap for this. <laughs> I don't. You know what? Being just pro-life is. It's so lacks Stupid. nuance. And intelligence that it's just mm-hmm. it's just condescending to me. Yeah, it's only, just only well, a Sith deals in absolutes. Well, well, yeah. well, well who, define who, pro-life. Yeah, because who's not you know, pro-life. <laughs> these people. How many of these people pro-life. support the death penalty? <laughs> exactly. There they are. They're for the death penalty because punishment or something. Yeah, and never mind that a significant portion. Of people mm-hmm. on death row are innocent. Yeah, especially yeah. the black ones. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe the aborted fetuses are not exactly innocent. Nope. God. That well, could be well, a Hitler baby. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it exactly. could be. <laughs> they could be it could Hitler be. babies. Maybe that was God's plan all along. No. He's just getting rid of the Hitler babies from now yeah. on. Yeah. Could have had 20 million Hitlers if you listen to their welcome. numbers. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, white people. Yeah, we'll <laughs> uh, uh, very conservative very very smart i mean like smart <laughs> very smart a <laughs> smart's a good thing smart yeah, smart smart yeah. but he has, he has like a vocabulary of like 20 words seriously <laughs> really smart you, really, really you know really. that there's no constitutional requirement for a supreme court justice to even be a lawyer yeah yeah it doesn't have to be they can be any asshole. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Smart. Very smart. I mean, like Judge Scalia would be a perfect, you know, that's, he was like a perfect, he was a perfect. Uh, Come up with another word, buddy. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and appoint a dead guy to the office. <laughs> oh, he'd be absolutely perfect. He was the perfect, he was the perfect guy. Have what happened heard- to him again? Oh, yeah, he's fucking dead. <laughs> Have you heard that Lewis Black routine that the only way to defeat the Islamic terrorists is just out crazy them? And so what <laughs> we should do is dig up Reagan and reelect him. <laughs> God, what comedian was I listening to talking about how you would stop terrorism on airplanes if you had bacon in a kiss airlines? That would be Pendulette. <laughs> that was Pendulette, wasn't it? Yeah, that he's was. Like, so, yeah, he's like, everybody before they get on a plane has to eat a piece of bacon and they have to kiss another person of the same sex. 
Yeah, no, they have to kiss the, I believe it was the genitals of oh. this, of a person of the same sex. Because that would be getting rid of your crazy Christian, your anti-homo ones, and you're not getting any Muslims. So... The bacon part I'm fine with, but I'd rather have TSA feel me up than uh, kiss cheap somebody. Well, yeah. It's not even cheap. Fucking flights are expensive. Yeah. Hey, it was promised that they would be good looking and clean, so I'm all for it. Well, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just, I mean, if it's your thing, that's fine. I have no problem with it, but, but I'm, I just... Tucker, no judge. <laughs> I'm just not going to kiss some dude's wang. It's the hang-up I have. <laughs> I'm going to send you that in MP3 form. <laughs> I, I've always said that uh, Justice Thomas doesn't get enough credit. Uh, he's a wonderful man. Yes, he's a wonderful man. He's a wonderful guy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, wait. I took the clap here. Wait. <laughs> what exactly, by what criteria are we saying he's a wonderful man? Because I'm well, pretty first... sure there was that whole vetting process that he went through where they were all pretty sure he was not exactly a wonderful man. You uh, heard. Kyle, the... first thing, he is a man, so that's a pretty good start. Oh, okay. Start. Yeah. But he's the wrong color, though. Second, he likes to tell women what to do. So, okay. good man. There it is. You got it. Oh. We're good. Oh, okay. You, you, as long as that's the criteria, I mean... Yeah, that's the criteria. That he is a man. You, you and heard about that the he wants to tell women what to do. You, but yet we are just people. as biased and ignorant on any topic. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. you, you <laughs> you've heard about the people wanting Anita Hill to get the nomination to have a Jew. Put her Let's on just court. give all the jobs to Elizabeth Warren, please. Oh, all, the all of them. Emperor Warren. Yes, <laughs> let's let her do everything. Yeah, uh, she. I. I'm totally down with that. <laughs> I am too. I like Elizabeth Warren mm. quite a bit. Mm. Uh, that brings us to the end of the fun with real audio because I need to go refresh my drink and download the other one. Uh, and we're going to go to a commercial break real quick, and we'll be right back with the final segment of the show. And we'll catch you then. See you in a minute. Alrighty. Hey y'all, this is Tucker from the Atheist in the Trailer Park podcast. And I might live in a beer can, but I ain't no inbred redneck. And if you listen to my podcast, I'm gonna learn you something. And no, I ain't talking about how to marry your cousin and not have kids with 16 fingers and stuff like that. I mean, I actually talk about real stuff. Teach people where the Bible stole its stories from. So y'all give me a listen, would you? Thank you. Okay, so we're back for the final segment of the show, and this one's going to be a little bit more fun for everybody because we're going to freestyle it like we normally do. We're going to give the time over to Tucker here in a second. Uh, let me make sure I don't have anything in my show notes. God, I'm being real professional about this, guys. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, let's catch up with Tucker from the Atheist and Trailer Park. That's what I had written down. Yeah, man. So what have you been up to, Tucker? It's been uh, about four months since I think we've had you. Four months? Could have been that uh, long. No, we no. Were, we were December. doing a... Was it December? I think yeah. so. Because we weren't. Oh God, doing, I have um, no idea anymore. We weren't doing video at that time. I don't think because it was like it was right before we started doing YouTube stuff. Well, we we were doing video. I remember because I remember looking at Tucker's face all night. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that that sounds promising. <laughs> it was. No, it was. It was really helpful. That was when I. That was. Remember right having to look at your face like all fucking like all night. goddamn God. night. No, I don't have to look at anybody's face. I choose to look at Tucker's face. She's like, I can close the lid of this laptop right now. No, actually, I, re I, re I remember you saying that you realized how Fuzznuts got his name. Oh. Yeah. 
<laughs> yep. Uh, so that's how I remember because we that we were doing the video because we'd realized that it helps us communicating with each other yeah. and not Visual talking cues. over each other. Yeah. yeah. So uh, then we started doing YouTube shortly thereafter. Because fuck it, why not? We're already. Yeah. Right? I'm already doing all this other shit. <laughs> so what's up with you, Tucker? What have you been up to, man? Uh, just work. Show's still going good, I can tell, and you still got great production value in it. You're doing a good time, good, doing a good job. Thank you. I, I, I try. It's, uh, my time pressure has been a little greater since I now have to take the bus. Roommate. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's, we're getting near the end of, uh, um, Bible myths, so the next book is really going to be weird. Good, I'll be able to start with you at the beginning. Wonderful. I'm not one of those podcast weirdos that has to go back and listen to the whole back catalog. <laughs> fucking weirdos. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the 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 next one is um, the papal wor- or two Babylons or the papal worship proved to be the worship of Nimrod and his wife. This, I'm, I'm there. That sounds it, it, there's, it was it was written by this crazy um, Anglican yes. bishop in the 18th, late 18th, early 19th century. I you believe. had me from crazy. Um, you had me at people. Where, <laughs> where he, uh, he he claims to have figured out that the uh, Catholic Church is actually worshiping, you know. If you're a Catholic, you're actually worshiping the Babylonian gods, like Isis and stuff like that. And it's really weird because he has these elements, like he talks about, uh, you know, Rome being known historically as the city of seven hills. And he says, well, obviously, this is the beast of seven hills <laughs> mentioned in Revelations. Therefore... Revelations is talking about the Catholic Church, and it's like any sane person hears that and goes, "No, they're talking about the Roman seven. Empire." They're talking about seven fucking hills, <laughs> you know. They're talking about the Roman Empire, not you it, know. It's just like the English teacher you've had that takes a little bit too much reading into the fucking grapes of wrath. Sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh God! Oh, <laughs> don't even get me started on the ones I had to deal with in college, who obsessed over the. In- most insane stuff. Well, see, at this moment, Casey is an allegory for Jesus, and it's like, Ugh. what about Tom Jode? What about Tom Jode? <laughs> oh, oh, um, live in the South. All the, uh, the 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 college English professors I had, you know, they had to make you endure William Faulkner and Flannery O'Connor. Mm. And you know what? I like Faulkner though. I'll take the over analysis of books anytime other than people who are like, I'm like, do you understand the message that this film or this book or this thing is sending? And they're like, it doesn't have a message. Okay. It's just a thing. (laughs) Let let me finish and you're going to have a stroke. Okay. Because she needs one of those right now. (laughs) Look, I got got whiskey. I smell burning toast. (laughs) Yeah. Because we're... we had to um, read, not read, and uh, watch uh, a, a movie in one of my English classes based on William Faulkner's *The Displaced Person*. Mm. Okay, mm. and 
I don't know if you're familiar with that story by him or not. not no, that no, one, no, not that one. Okay, no. ba- the gist of the story is is this woman who runs a farm, which used to be a plantation in you know Louisiana, yeah. takes in this Polish immigrant who doesn't speak English but is like insanely good at you know fixing mechanical things and stuff like that okay well of course this is threatening to everybody and she lets him get run over by a tractor rather than you know saying something to save his life well he wouldn't be able to understand her anyway doesn't <laughs> well yeah but, she, but the situation is she could have tapped his foot and he would have realized all the you know the block oh, of wood oh, has slipped oh. out from under the tractor wheel and it's going to roll over me i'm just being an asshole <laughs> <laughs> so Anyways, she, you know, this woman, after he gets killed by the tractor, ends up in a catatonic state, and the the priest comes and visits her, and he's talking to her while she's in the catatonic state, and he's talking about purgatory, and, you know, about how the Catholics believe that, you know, prayer can bring you out of purgatory. Yeah. The college professor I had who showed this film, and talked about the story says i don't understand why they're talking about purgatory at this point <laughs> and it's like because it's obvious that he's trying to say that she can redeem herself if she does certain things Just yeah smacking you over the head with it yeah yeah i don't it's is totally it obvious i mean that's the thing i hate about faulkner is there's no subtlety in him yeah. at all oh god that's <laughs> john mcnaughton for me John McNaughton's a local Utah artist, and he's the one who did the oh, Obama burning yeah. the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Like, There's no subtlety at all. None. He's either. got no subtlety. Technically, he's very good. Like his technical stuff is very good, but like, like, and like, uh, like Sean Hannity was like, "I am so glad that there is somebody on our side who can use symbolism and art." And I'm like, "That's." <laughs> It's just taking your dick and slapping it on a canvas. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just like, I've got a couple of um, uh, graphic artists that have talked to me about, yeah, I used to know that guy. He used to be a somewhat normal person. Now he's completely fucking insane. (laughs) Actually, that's really common in a lot of artists. They go crazy. Yeah. I mean, who else cuts their ears off and sends them to people that they admire? Van Gogh. Actually, actually, the the probability is that he acts... They were in a they were play dueling, and it got cut off in a <laughs> in a duel with swords. Mm-hmm. You know they were just goofing around, and uh, rather than put whoever the other person was, I forget, maybe it was Gogan. It was another artist. Rather than risk having him go to jail, Van Gogh said, "Oh, I cut it off myself." Oh, mm-hmm. never heard that before. Yeah, who that fucking who fucking play duels? You know, like yeah, I'm going to use this really dangerous fucking thing and let's just play with each other. Like oh, you've boy. never got drunk and done something <laughs> stupid. I have a actually, video I'm not on that YouTube. kind of drunk. I'm, I'm the kind. I have of drunk a video just... on YouTube of two fuckers fucking around with a really big sharp broadsword, mm-hmm. and they cut off a guy's. He one guy cuts off his buddy's nose. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> there's 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 video on YouTube where um YouTube's amazing. <laughs> the, um, the, the, this couple in England thought it would be a great idea to do lightsaber battles using fluorescent li- tubes, yeah. and they mm-hmm. had gasoline the surrounding the tubes to give it a flame effect. 
Well, <laughs> guess what happens when you smack them together? They release that that gas that <laughs> sprays all over them, and and like one of the couple burned to death, and the other one was severely burned. I forget, you know, if it was man or the woman who died. Yeah, see, and I'm not even one of those kind of people that's like, hey, let's do flaming shots. That's never a good idea, you know? Yeah. I'm, no, a, I'm never... a very adverse-to-risk kind of gentleman. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you there, 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, at certain, you know, I'm all for playing with fire and doing crazy stuff, I, but I mean, at certain points, I you realize, okay, tools. we're involving alcohol or other mm-hmm. recreational pharmaceuticals. Certain things need to be off-limits. At this My point. last 4th of July, <laughs> I, I was hanging out with the fella and uh, his friend and the guy's at-the-time girlfriend and a few other people. And the at-the-time girlfriend, I'm so glad I don't have to hang out with her anymore because this she just always, always got way too drunk and just started <laughs> crying like ugly crying oh the crying jags yeah and so but she would like just do this jump back and forth where she was like she decided this person was now her enemy and then like now we're fighting and then she would be ups- then she'd be ugly crying and then she'd be like let's do something wild guys let's do shots yeah <laughs> And like, it just it was like this cycle, and it was just like all fucking day with this bitch, right? And so, like, we we light off some firework fireworks earlier, and it's all fun. We're all good, and then we're like, okay, let's go inside and we get some food or something, because it had actually started to rain. <laughs> so, uh, like, there was just nothing going on, and. Um, she that's when she starts getting like ugly crying and she gets all upset and then she gets angry <laughs> and she got angry at every female there and her boyfriend this just bitch. Oh that my poor God, guy i fucking hate this yeah woman. she hated yeah. me at one point i was like dude we've had like two conversations ever <laughs> like <laughs> anyway she ended up deciding that the wild thing she was going to do was light off some fireworks, but she had no motion, like no muscle control at all. So she just ended up lighting it in her hand. And luckily it was just a tiny little one, but it still burned the shit out of her. Yeah, I had one of those so little just, lady fingers blow up on my, my fingers one time. And I got blood blisters to that were yeah, the size got, of fucking fingertips. Yeah, she blisters and stuff. It wasn't, it wasn't bad. Like she was, she was going to be okay. But, and then... Uh. And then she just ugly cried over her hand, going Ooh, like a kid. I was just like, oh. "This sucks so, so bad." This this kind of brings me around to the point that I want to talk about here. Um, I, I listened to the, one of your recent episodes, Tucker, where you're talking about your teacher that was slowly fading away. Yeah, and how yeah. we uh, pe- people get treated a lot less than animals, especially how we put animals down for much less, you know, severe illnesses and stuff that we have. So that brings up like a question I wanted to ask everybody, and I didn't even think of the answer to myself yet. So, um, what do you think is the point where you want to check out? I maybe when I'm not me anymore, you know. But then yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's it's like if I came down with Alzheimer's, I'd want to check out before you know my before brains were coming out my ears, and I was like Reagan in the last couple of years of his mm-hmm. second yeah, term. Yeah, I don't want to get. I don't want to get shaky. I don't want to get like like I don't like to the like I don't want to get like um Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Yeah. Like um for me it would probably be uh after a diagnosis I would hold on as long as I could, but basically I would keep going at, until I just before I could not make that decision anymore. Yeah. And then um, I check out. 
I, I, I'm gonna raise this. I have to wonder if, if, if David Bowie wasn't a case of assisted suicide, because the timing mom, was the timing perfect. was perfect for his album release. <laughs> well, well, yeah, but I mean, a mom posted a a picture she took of him the day before he died, and he was up walking. Oh wow! And, and, you know, probably could have been. Yeah, he knew he was dying. That yeah, was clear. He, um, a, uh, according to Pendulette, at Lou Reed's funeral, and Lou Reed mm-hmm. died early last year yeah. or late yeah. in 2014 yeah um Salman Rushdie told him that Bowie had terminal cancer oh wow and I you know I mean I don't blame Bowie if he decided no. you know to check out. I hit yeah. a point I gotta check out I, he clearly I, let go when he still what you know he he'd done another great album he was still himself top. and yeah. do wonderful yeah. amazing art See, for me, it wouldn't even matter if I wasn't even capable of doing more art necessarily. It would be if I couldn't experience love. Like, if I if I could no longer connect with people, if I forgot who they were, if I was, if I was, if I felt lost and alone constantly, then that would be where I'd have to draw that line. Right, right. If there were, you know, um, if there were certain things that I could no longer enjoy... Mm-hmm. And and it doesn't have to be a specific thing. Yeah, you know, it just if you know one day, well, okay, you you know you can do anything you want, but you're going to be on a feeding tube. You can't eat solid food. That would be a killer for me. Yeah, would, it's yeah. like well, maybe 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 it's not uh, a I bad could... idea to start checking out now. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm just a food or, person. Or you know, it, it, when it, when you get to the point where it's okay, well. You could last a good little while, but you're going to be in pain every day. Yeah, that's where it yeah. comes in for me. And, the pain. <laughs> and the only way, the only your only alternative is lots of opiates. I every watched, day. I watched yeah. a woman. She had a bone disease that was incurable. Mm-hmm. wasn't terminal. was not going to kill her, mm-hmm. but it was just going to. It was just going to degenerate. And, to, and be more and more and more and more and more. I painful. had a teacher in high school like that. She had some. She was like the only person in the U.S. It's a, it's not common, but it was. It was a very rare disease. Yeah, but it, but 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 it was more prevalent in Europe. And she was the only person, like in the U.S., who had this disease. And you really had to be careful around her because just touching her would break a bone. Mm-hmm. So and this, and and you know, it's like at some point, it's so this why French woman. Going. She brought her wife in and the doctor, and she took chocolate that was mm-hmm. poison you know but it just yeah. it was it did it just put her to sleep and then she died like she yeah. there was it wasn't an ugly death and i watched the whole video i felt like i felt like i owed it to her <laughs> like mm-hmm. she put this out on video i'm not gonna ugh, because this is the part where she dies go listen to um uh doug stanhope there's a section on one of his albums i can't remember i think it was off of beer hall putsch where he does it where he talks about his mom being at the end of her life and She's mm-hmm. like, I, I want to end it. I want to end it. And so he got in touch with his lawyer and doctors and stuff. And he's like, well, we can't legally do this, but she's on morphine. So if she takes like 30 of them, she should be good to go. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it really depends on the tolerance you build up with morphine. Yeah. I so had- he's telling the story of um, his mom, like them just sitting around like 
she hadn't drank in like 30 years because she had been she had problems with alcohol and she's like he's like she's like i shouldn't drink i i, I can't drink anything i'm uh, he's like ma you're about to fucking die you could drink something you could have a drink <laughs> so yeah and so Is she's it, like she's downing morphine like by the handful. Yeah, she's while, downing morphine and they're getting drunk together. And, and like he's pie. ripping on her and, and they're just like he's like roasting her on the way out. Like he probably like was the best way for him to possibly send her out. And he's like he <laughs> said like at the last moment I even made the the worst and best fucking joke of my life. He's like, Ma, they found a cure. You don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is... that I, I, if I remember correctly, she was just like. <laughs> yeah. And so, like the he's like, and the the craziest thing is, is like, I know there's an afterlife now because two days later, she bought me the nicest chair from the Sky Mall catalog with her credit card. <laughs> he's like, I waited five days to this day to wait for the fucking, uh, what is it, uh, the when you, uh, what the hell is it called when you when you do a crime? But it, the statute of limitations is run out on. <laughs> That's it. right. Yeah, you wait five fucking years for this. <laughs> um, if you want to hear a, a a weird story that almost would convince you that there's some kind of afterlife, I've got one. Draw. Oh, let's do it. Love um, this. Okay. In '93, my best friend died. Uh, it was sort of a suicide. He was HIV positive and he quit taking his meds. Yeah. And uh, he had a broken vertebrae that was never treated properly. And so oh, he was geez. in constant pain yeah. in addition to being, you know, HIV positive. He was a big Frank Zappa fan. Ooh. Yeah. He died at the exact same moment as Frank Zappa. <laughs> Wow. I mean, I mean, you know, he, he, is he you know, what he, you is? Yes. <laughs> you know, he died at whatever time here in Tennessee. And when you factored out the time difference between here and California, where Frank Zappa was, it was the exact same moment. The next day, I went to work and we all had worked together at this job at the same company, me, him, and his former roommate. That night, at work, the automation equipment tore itself to pieces, which was just the kind of thing that our friend would do. Because <laughs> he was he was one of those people that he if he found a nerve that you had that he could work, he would exploit he, it. <laughs> exactly, and he, he was not malicious about it. But he's like, "Oh, let's have a little fun here. You shouldn't, you know, this shouldn't be annoying to you, but it is." So I'm going to work it until you, you know, you decide that, <laughs> oh, okay, I'm not going to be annoyed by this anymore. <laughs> wow. That's funny. And he, I mean, he was somebody that if assisted suicide had been available, he would have taken it before he did. But, and of course, maybe Zappa would have, but it, yeah. that was all just weird. Because you know it's, it's strange, and I mean, I shouldn't say because of this country, but we're we're not forward thinking enough, like a lot of other Euro a lot of other countries out there. Yeah. Um, but if you could plan your way out, how would you do it? I'm going helium tent, but well, helium tent would be fun. Um, there was uh, there was one I heard of where uh, they they deprive oxygen, but just just enough that like you end up just feeling mm -hmm. like super euphoric and kind of drunk. Yeah, that's the helium tank. That'll mm -hmm. do to you. Yeah, but yeah. but if I'm gonna do the helium tent, 
yeah. I'm going to have, uh, I'm, I'm going to be podcasting it or, or, you know, doing it on YouTube. <laughs> and I'm going to be, I'm, I'm going I'm to be reading like all these, uh, you know, awesome things like, uh, you know, con, you know, <clears throat> Raging and 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 Star Trek and, and you know Shakespearean <laughs> villains cursing people and things like that because From be hysterical. Heart, I stab at thee. <laughs> yeah. From Hell's Black Heart, I stab at thee. Just just sing the the entire the entire just sing karaoke the entire back catalog of Cindy Lauper. I've seen things your people wouldn't believe. Pat <laughs> ships on fire off the shoulder of Orion. I've seen sea beams. Glittering <laughs> in the darkness by the town gate. gate. I love you, Tucker. Because <laughs> I think probably six people in the audience will get that reference. Oh. Or if you need to know it, God damn it, because that's a great fucking movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, Harrison Ford has up, said that the script... For the sequel is the best script he's ever read. I don't know how much I trust Harrison Ford. I, I, I well, know, I know. I mean, because his taste in movies has gone down since he divorced his first wife and took up with um, uh, uh what's her name? Yeah, Alan Alan Yeah, the yeah. Skeletor. <laughs> I'll get you, him. Oh, she she looks much better these days. I kid. I shouldn't be weight judging anybody. <laughs> But, I don't know ways to go out. Are are we ta- are we talking you know nice peaceful ways to go out or no, just if you could spectacular? Choose a way. If are you we going for spectacular way. ways? No, we're not going like El Macho from Oh come on because because there's always there's always the just you know strapping yourself with explosives and jumping off a tall building and detonating in midair and raining yourself down upon the masses. No, do it on Wall Street. I would do that, that would be, like the RNC if <laughs> I had AIDS. You know that would that would be fun. Yeah. Uh oh, you know, yeah, I'm gonna die. Wait for a wait for a nice big convention, you know. Go take out a mega church. <laughs> <laughs> Someone, oh, fuckers. Someone can cut my heart out with a spoon. I can't oh, Holstein, heal I can't. me now. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Oh, you know what would be fun? No, is... go to the Benny Hinn show and have oh. him like knock you over with his like magical healing power shit, and then you explode. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, or like you, 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 you take one of those things that like it like makes you foam at the mouth, and like you basically go Joffrey style, and you go to the faith healers, and they do their thing, and then you do that. Like immediately after they do their faith healing on you, that would fuck so many people up. They, must, they, they would. They, they wouldn't know what to do with, with that. <laughs> they wouldn't know what to do. He died. He died. They. They're dead now. Uh, must. Must have been God. Uh, go and find a psychic somewhere. Be like, hey, did you think this was going to happen today? Click. <laughs> you see this coming? You put that on one of those like television shows, though, where they get the psychic. Mm-hmm. You got to do that in front of people. They've got. You've got to yeah. let. No. Yeah. Well, you God damn it. That. Yeah. What I'm am gonna I gonna go out? I'm gonna traumatize as many fuckers as I can. <laughs> so, Sylvia Brown's dead, so one of my mortal enemies is gone. So you go to one of, you go on like Doctor Oz's show, and you take one of those things that he says supposed to like make you young and perfect forever, and then die immediately after you take it. <sighs> Fuck everyone up. Yeah, but the only problem with Doctor Oz, they'd find some other shill afterwards. Mm-hmm. The, the, God, the, the Hydra. That. It's the fucking Hydra. 
So let's go ahead and get to our final features for the week. Um, it, I don't know if I have a high or a low. Um, uh, let's see. I could share something with the audience. Oh, I don't. I haven't really been up to much this week. I've been doing podcast stuff and doing show notes and all that fun stuff and trying to make it through yet another fucking week at work. Uh, I got a new mouse. I mean, that's about the only new thing that's happened with me. It's cool because it's Bluetooth, but <laughs> that's not uh, very I'm fucking I'm a trackball man myself. I can't do the trackball. I can't do yeah, track pads either. I fucking hate my trackpad on my yeah, laptop. I, I don't like. I don't like it. That's that's why I do trackballs because I couldn't do trackpads on a on a laptop. Yeah, and you having a mouse and all that. It's like no, give me a tr- give me a trackball. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you ha- if you don't have the real estate for it, yeah, it definitely works well. I mean, I I used one for a, a good while back in the mm-hmm. oh fuck the early nineties. <laughs> back when they were, I, they I were used, less cool. Yeah, I, I, I used to track Paul a uh, trackball pretty heavily uh, when I was doing a lot of photo editing. You have a lot of fine fine yeah, control. fine yeah. tuning. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can see where that would come in handy because I hate having to like. I feel like I'm moving my mouse like three inches to move like one pixel. I'm like, come on, mm-hmm. pick it up. Yeah, pick yeah. It up. Or, pick or it up. <laughs> where your mouse is in the center of the pad, but the pointer is on the you know one of the corners yeah, yeah, of your yeah. screen, and, <laughs> and it takes you 20 minutes to get it over to the middle. Um, <laughs> the thing I found hysterical was uh, I watched a documentary on um, uh, what's his name, Bert Rutan, doing you know winning the X Prize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and Paul Allen of Microsoft paid for all that, right? Yeah. Well, all of Bert Rutan's PCs were were Macs. <laughs> they were Power Macs, and he had, uh, but he did have um, Microsoft trackballs, and it was like, and I actually had that same trackball, and it was. The best trackball I've ever had. So naturally, of course, Microsoft quit making it. And if you can find them for sale on eBay, they're $500. Good God. And it's like, Microsoft, you guys are missing a huge marketing opportunity because you can say, this is the trackball that conquered space. You know? know, You can sell, you can get all kinds of people to buy this crap but they, uh, you know, they won't do it and so i'm stuck using um one from kensington which is all right but it's still not as good as that microsoft one uh it's so funny because you you just said something so nerdy it's great uh, <laughs> when i met when i met david silverman at the event we get in the elevator after and we uh we were talking about you guys were there uh going to a bar where they were geek pub quiz thing yeah mm-hmm. and and uh they're like oh we don't want to step in on that i'm like eh, it's not like we don't fit in the venn diagram for atheists and geeks is one circle well, uh, <laughs> you, know, you know that that david silverman is in trekkies yeah he is oh, yeah he was, oh, yeah he's a geek he, i yeah yeah was, i mean he won the board costume contest mm-hmm. uh, let's he he <laughs> went off in that elevator right about he's like he's like i'm good with anything geek as long as it's trek it's like as long as it's trek we're like yeah we know, we, we know sir we, we got yes. it <laughs> we got it dave <laughs> dave's a great guy though he really is um gets a bad rep he does <laughs> And, uh, you know, okay, so, don't know, I, uh, so I'm going to jump into my week. Yeah, go for it. 
Okay. Um, I don't really have highs and lows. I just have things that happen. Um, <laughs> and they were all kind of rad. Uh, so I was interviewed by City Weekly, and they mm-hmm. did a they like it was a story on our gala, and I was interviewed, and that was weird. Like, <laughs> um, but it was awesome. It was a really fun. It was it's a fun interview to do because he's like, so what's it like being an atheist? I'm like, I don't know. Like, what's it like being white? <laughs> like, I'm like, it's, I'm like, well, it, it's not like being white because I don't really kidding. know, but I'm like, it's, what's it like being an atheist? An atheist, and I'm like, well, when it comes up, people don't know what to do with you. And <laughs> what's your favorite channel of the television when it's off? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. And uh, what's a bald person's favorite hair color? <laughs> no, but uh, he, wasn't, he wasn't coming from a place of ignorance at all. He no. really wasn't. <laughs> he was just like, so how have people treated you? And so I, I, I went into stories. Um, one thing that he didn't feature in the article, which is fine because it wasn't controversial enough, uh, was he's like, what's your most memorable coming out as an atheist story? And I go, my dad. And he goes, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, OK, this is going to be good, right? I go, yeah, because my dad is a theist. And uh, I go, so, Dad, you know I'm an atheist. And he goes, uh-huh. And, <laughs> <laughs> that's, <it. laughs> and that's my family for you. And it's turned into just, like, this intellectual conversation. where Because my, my dad's an agnostic theist. Like, he's like, I think there's a God, but not oh, really. So he's sure. just a lazy atheist, then. That's a- <laughs> he, he, yeah, yes. he, he does have an, I can't call him an atheist because he does have an active belief. He just doesn't, he's just really not sure. Does that make sense? He does believe. He does. Yeah. He does yeah, lean yeah, yeah. inside of belief. So, but because he's not <laughs> fundamentalist in like anything, we can actually have discussions about it. So it's pretty <laughs> rad. Um, and like every single one of him, it, like my my me, my sister, and my two brothers, we're all atheists. All of us. All of us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, and they're like, okay. <laughs> Um, in fact, to the point where last Christmas, um, somebody wanted to do a family prayer and my, my dad and my stepmom were hosting a Mormon prayer. Okay. It was my stepmom's family. Mormon. They wanted to do, yeah, they wanted to do a family prayer and they, my dad and my stepmom went, no, nope, we're not doing that. We Mormon, Mormon prayers yeah. creep me the fuck out because they do that weird arm crossing shit. And just, I know. They, they, they just should. Up- yeah. They're. I got it, and and my dad, and my stepmom are coming to the gala tomorrow. Oh, nice! Yeah. Uh, so they, like I said, they're lazy theists, basically. <laughs> um, but they wanted to support me, and they wanted to support the atheists of Utah because they think it's cool. So I, I think that's pretty great of them. Um, but yeah, they it was so funny because somebody wanted to do a prayer in their home, and the answer was no. <laughs> well let's see beyond the city weekly article you were also on radio from hell briefly <laughs> and that's that's the next thing i was going to get to because of david silverman man walking into that so the last time i went in that room it was really friendly like the last time i walked into that studio and did an atheist thing they were really friendly and as i mentioned harry jackson and i just chit chat on facebook every once in a while and um, I've, I've had a good relationship there yeah. and, um, we walk in and Richie tells us that if we mess up, then we ruin it for all atheists. If we were like the last guy, they'll never have another atheist on ever again. <laughs> <laughs> so no pressure. And I go, I go, you met me before dude. <laughs> I did. Uh-huh. He goes, yeah, I, I, I know. And I'm like, yeah, you okay, stood up sorry. our show. Dick. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, 
okay, so you kind of know what I'm like, right? Yeah. <laughs> and Jenny was there, and um, Jenny does not, she's not the public speaker mm-hmm. like I am, but she was there for moral support, and it meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. So um, we thought we might be doing another ASCA or something, but they didn't tell us. So, and I just figure, fuck it, we're there, we're going to get the advertising, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter what we do. Yeah. Uh, it turns out all we were really there to do was to promote our gala and read the boner. <laughs> read the read the boner. The boner uh, intro. The intro. The, yeah. The, the, what is it? The rebroadcast. The yeah. The rebroadcast mm. of the boner intro. Now That's it's it. time for a rebroadcast of the boner of the day. They <laughs> did all right. Yeah. Did all did. right. Um. But so we walk in the room, and we get there like right at a break, and it was icy in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Actually, that. That's how it was any time that I've gone there. Like. During the breaks, they don't talk. Mm-hmm. It's cold uh, as shit. <laughs> no, the last time I was there, they were like, "Hey, hi, welcome, atheists. You guys are great." Like <laughs> when I went one time, that was like, "They're like, so how'd you enjoy your your time on the show?" And I'm like, "Well, I kind of thought you guys would cuss a little bit more in the breaks." And he's like, "Well, fuck." <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they were so. I have a really long icy. sorted history with that radio station. God damn. <laughs> It was it was really icy and um like they hardly acknowledged us and then at one point Bill is like he was like yeah and he like said something to me I don't remember exactly what but I'm like Bill we've met and he goes yeah I know I'm like okay <laughs> and then he walks over and with no friendliness whatsoever goes he brings red velvet Oreos and he's like red velvet Oreo and he offers it I'm like no thank you. <laughs> and he gives me this look like I just personally insulted him. I'm like, I avoid added sugars and artificial sweeteners. <laughs> Jenny looks at me, she's like, don't talk about cheese, don't rant about sugar. <laughs> <laughs> and she she denies it too. Um but yeah, like it was just super icy. Ah, I don't know. Like uh Carrie, I like wave at him, he's like like he's like, like it was not good. Like, like we're totally homies, but I can't talk right now. Yeah, he's like, I can't pretend like we're friends, and I'm like, I know it's okay. But I get, so I get up to the mic, and I just, I just you break that yeah. ice. Yeah, I just break that ice. I'm like, okay, we're not gonna let this just go. Like, I'm so, not the guy that was here before. Yeah, I was like, yeah. So I was like, man, guys, and uh, I, I mentioned that David did really, really appreciate them. He really liked them, mm-hmm. uh, and that went. They were like, they were shocked. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, they were like, he did? And I'm like, yeah, he's never given a chance to speak. And you guys actually let him speak. He, he really yeah. appreciated it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that warmed him up. And then, you know, just a couple of jokes, a couple of like the Planned Parenthood donation and the name of Gary Herbert for a auction. Like, you mentioned, you throw that stuff in and. <laughs> All of a sudden, next break comes up, and they were like, "Thanks so much for coming in, guys. It's such a great time." <laughs> and like they're talking with us, and they're like, "And they're like, because we, you know, we've always been on your side. We're on the same team." And I'm like, "I know, guys. I know. We're in this together." <laughs> Dave's the Malcolm X. You're the MLK. Yeah, I, I am. I, and I didn't say anything bad about Dave. Didn't no. say a bad word about him. Mm-hmm. I said that he comes on strong because that's what he's used to. That's what he's had to do. He's fight. He's mm-hmm. doing this the national level, guys. He is not <laughs> used to allies. He's not used to a media outlet that is supportive. Like it, mm-hmm. he's not. <laughs> I I am. I like 
my interaction with them has been all positive. So I'm going to go in there, that attitude. And and I, I think what it really comes down to is they have supported the atheists of Utah. Yeah. At, mm-hmm. at least, you know, since they've known me. And, <laughs> and they they have felt like they were allies to us. And then mm-hmm. David came in there and I think they were really excited to have him because of the last time I'd been on. Mm-hmm. And he didn't go the same way. <laughs> and so they felt like they've been attacked yeah, for being allies. And that made them feel really bad. So luckily I did, I got to build up David Silverman and I got to, to, to reconnect with that radio from hell. That was fun. <laughs> um, and then today, just the last little, just mm, beautiful golden detail, the silent auction, there's a signed Neil Gaiman book. Uh-oh. <laughs> Which one? Um, it's, Oh, it's, it's a short stories book. I don't forgetting the name now. It wasn't one of his most popular. Um, it doesn't matter because it's signed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, no. And I, I understand. You got to touch it today. You got to touch it. <laughs> it was so you funny. Guys, you guys need to stop. I only have so much money. <laughs> <laughs> it's the silent Knock it off. It's so amazing. Stop. I, my fella is donating three cast iron pans for it. Like perfectly seasoned, beautiful cast iron pans. Because of course he is. That's just how he does it. <laughs> but like, I just like so. Dan he 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 goes and grabs him. He brings out. Oh yeah, and I got this. And he's like, it's the. It, he's like, and the signed book from Neil Gaiman. And Jenny and I go. <gasps> <laughs> like we practically came like right name dropping. <laughs> and then I was like, I want to touch it. Like I did. I just reached out like it was a baby. And I was like. <laughs> That's hilarious. Jenny and I were like, we might drool all <laughs> We took turns just holding the book and looking at his signature. It was awful. <laughs> oh, it, 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 I used to work for um, Borders in their main distribution facility. Mm-hmm. And they had a signed copy of one of Douglas Adams' books. Oh, wow. And there was no way I could buy it. Yeah, (laughs) their system was not set up so I could get that book. And it's like, and the reason we had it in the warehouse was because it had been in one of the stores. Adams had signed it and it had been sent back to the warehouse because they hadn't been able to sell it. And it's like, I will buy this book. I will give you money for this book. Let me have it. They're like, we just don't have any way for you to do that. Find a way. You know? <laughs> so you—that's what—that's when you go. That's when you go buy another copy of the book <laughs> and bring it in and and swap it out. That's like when I was told they'll never know. That's like when I was this told was I couldn't sure. buy my Star Wars shirts. I'm like, Fuck! I want it. It's here. I have money. That's how this works, isn't it? <laughs> this was unfortunately under lock and key, and it was a hardback <laughs> edition, so there was no way I could. Do a good swap of it. <laughs> it's like, oh, give me the book. <laughs> Just let me touch it, man. Yeah. So me- we, we already heard from Tucker, me, and Kyla. Mm-hmm. Felicia just gave us hers, and fuck, we, we're gone long on the segment. So we're going to go ahead and uh, call it a show because that's what we do. We, we, <laughs> we have the ability to do such a thing so again heaps of praise for Robert, Lee, Dan and Adam for pledging their support for the show we're off to go record the after show and uh, 
thanks for Tucker for coming out tonight. Thanks for uh, Kyle and Felicia for making it. It's I mm-hmm. fucking love doing the show each week. Uh, we <laughs> hope you guys enjoyed listening to it, and uh, we'll catch you again next week with a brand new episode. But until then, you're welcome. Bunny. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> You're welcome, black Sweet people. <laughs> Can niggas. Oh,
it's paint of non-color. <laughs> yes, yeah, stay it right, Felicia. Nice finish. <laughs> I've seriously used three tubes of it at this point. You're welcome, Especially- black paint. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a. I've got to go over. I'm not. I'm not dignifying that with a response. Uh, <laughs> I've got to go over where I've splotched up stuff and clean up my lines. That's why I have to use the white paint. Okay. <laughs> oh. And I did use black paint. All right. The black paint is no. It's paint of color. <laughs> paint of a non. Wait, no. Of all color. Because uh, pigment. Black, pigment black, black paint matters. <laughs> <laughs> All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense.